All right, guys, we are back again for another episode of the On Target Podcast. Um, If you're new listening to this podcast, number one, let me tell you, man, I'm working with a mask today, so all all this pandemic stuff, I'm not used to uh, (laughs) speaking with a mask on, so if it sounds a little bit muffled, hang in there with us. It'll be all right. but the the point of this this whole thing, man, is why do we call it on target? Because we want you living your life right in the bullseye. What do you mean bullseye? Well, God created you with a specific plan for your life, and whatever you've been through, He wants to uh, use those seasons, those situations. He wants to use the gifts, the talents, everything that you've experienced in your life, and it's really all for His glory. Um, but it's also for your good. And so, if you're living your life in a way where you would say, "Man, I just know I am not on target with what was planned for me," even if you believe that, man. Um, we want to help you to get on that target. If you're already right there on the bullseye, we want to challenge you to think, am I using the gifts, talents, his experience, his abilities, all of those things that God's gifted me with um, to grow his kingdom? And so we do that because we know that that's where the joy is. So having said all that, welcome to the podcast today. Um, I am thrilled. My friend Elliot Davis is with us today, and uh, Elliot is a man that wears a whole lot of hats. So <laughs> Elliot, jump in, man. Tell us a little, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your story, and let, let's just jump in and bang it out, man. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So yeah, again, you know, Elliot Davis of 610 Tactical Solutions uh, LLC uh, started right here in Danville, Virginia. Originally from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, uh, served four years active in the United States Marine Corps, uh, four years inactive reserve. Um, I have, man, <laughs> what haven't I done? I, you know, I kind of ask that question quite, quite often. You know, I've, I've worked all types of different jobs. I've, I've done uh, so many different things. Um, like I said, as of right now, you know. Um, the best part of my story, and, and I shared this with you, Pastor, before, is when I was, uh, I found myself in 2004 uh, being homeless. Mm. Um, you know, being a Marine, uh, you know, they, they prepare you for, for battle, uh, but they pretty much take care of you. Right. And I think that's a part of the branch that, you know, part of the military no one really pays too much of mind to, but they take care of you. Right. Free housing, food. You know, clothing alone. It's all good. While yeah, you're like there. You, yeah, you solid. Free medical, <laughs> free dental. You know what I mean? Like you have it made, yeah. and then you're you're married. They even pay you extra right. for two uh, up to two dependents. You know, so um, while I was in the Marine Corps, um, I didn't know hardship. Mm. Um, you know, yeah, you get yelled at. Yeah, you have to follow orders. But in all honesty, um, I, I always felt at home. You know what I'm saying? Being right. a part of that. So. Um, you know, getting out and going through a ugly divorce after getting out of the Marine Corps, uh, found myself in Florida struggling, moved to Raleigh, North Carolina, struggled, struggled, struggled until it was like the bottom fell out, literally. Uh, I started attending this church and uh, the pastor at the church, um, he didn't want me to go back to Florida. Mm. Um, so he uh, allowed me to stay in this little closet, literally, oh, wow. of the church. No bed, um, no, no shower, <clears throat> no uh, laundry room. Jeez. You know what I'm saying? So I was living in this church, and I stayed there for about two years. Uh, and But every day of, of the two years, God was doing something. Um, 
at one point it started, uh, you know, I thought it was my Damascus Road experience. Right. <laughs> but it was more of me and Sa- uh, Samuel, mm. you know, you know, here I am, Lord, what do you want me to do? <laughs> you know, and, and literally I found myself um, having conversations with God in the sanctuary at late hours. Right. Because uh, the closet was literally right there. Literally I opened, in the sanctuary. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I opened the closet door yeah. and I'm in the sanctuary. Wow. So wow. Um, I found myself having conversations in prayer. I turned the music on and I do my, my, you know, my own worship time. Um, and I remember the Lord saying to me uh, in one moment uh, that I just really, I want you to become who I've created you to be. Mm-hmm. Um but I never asked the question, well, who is that supposed to be, Lord? Right. That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, so I never asked that question because, in all honesty, there was a part of me that was afraid to hear that answer. Um, so, you know, a few years, uh, like I said, two years of living, being homeless, things began to get better uh, as I worshiped, as I studied the word, as I... How did it get better? Well, first off, I found myself engaging in reading the word right where i wasn't just being taught the word i was in like i was seeking the word of god that's Uh, an interesting thing you said right there because you you're in a place where you're desperate i think a lot of folks feel like like if you're people that have been to church for a while and and the pastor says things well you need to read your bible you know there there may be this thing of okay i got a little guilt because i'm not i know i should do it that's a whole different thing than yeah. being desperate. And I'm living in a closet and don't even have a place to take a shower. And so I think you just hit on something really big there, man. That desperation. I know that I need God to help yes. me with something. That 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 opened some doors for you, right? It did, man. You know, the, you know, the Word of God says clearly, seeking you shall find. Yep. Knocking it shall be open to you. Know what I'm saying, asking it shall be you shall receive. But like, there was something like drawing me to pick like i i need the word yeah. right i had heard a preacher say when we are when we purchase a toy or we purchase a, 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 a you know piece of furniture that needs to be put together we'll open up the instruction book some yeah. of us right <laughs> some, some of us right. and we'll follow the instructions in order to complete the you know the build yep but yet here we are with the basic instructions before leaving Earth, mm-hmm, that's it. <laughs> we won't open them up to see what it's saying about who we are and where God wants us. Yeah. So it kind of led me to like, you know what? Let me uh, let me start seeing what the Lord is really saying. Good, so man. I found myself um, reading the Book of Joshua because mm. uh, all my life I've always felt. That I was a warrior. Great book for a Marine right there. Right, you know. Joshua's a bad dude. Man, come on. Tell me about it, right? But I always felt like I'm, I'm a warrior for God. So I was. Uh, I remember being drawn to the story of Samuel. Drawn to the story of David. Not King David, Warrior David. Right. Um, but Joshua was where I started. And I read the book of Joshua, I don't know how many times while I was living there. Um, but the worst part of the scripture at the end of the Bible... Uh, excuse me, at the end of the book of Joshua that still sticks with me was that it says that all the days of Joshua's life, Israel worshipped God. (laughs) They served God. And I was like, man, to be a leader (laughs) that everyone sees and says, we're going to follow the Lord because you follow the Lord. Now stop right there. (laughs) You you are in a season where you 
you don't have anything. You you don't have anything, right. but God's beginning to show you yes. that through Joshua that, I mean, like you just said, man, Joshua was doing his thing following the Lord. He had no choice but to follow the Lord, and yes. the Lord was giving him great blessings. You're seeing that, but you're not living that. There's a gap between your reality and your vision. Keep Absolutely. talking, man. That's all. Absolutely. So going through the spiritual boot camp, <laughs> yep. if you will, um, I begin to recognize that I, I, I that this is who the Lord wanted me to be. He wanted me to be a spiritual leader that leads people to him. You know what I'm saying? Not by force, not by, you know, tyranny, but because of what I stood for. Right. Um, and, you know, I, you know, at that time I couldn't see like, man, this is a great beginning area because I don't have anything, mm -hmm. you know, but um it, 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 I began to, I became stronger, stronger spiritually, emotionally, uh, still had my fights, still had my struggles, still made mistakes. Um, but I, at that point though, I wanted to be pleasing to the Lord. Right. Like how God, how do you want me to walk? So it pleases you. What do you want me to say? So it pleases you. You know, by no means I knew that I, I, I was not perfect. But I serve a perfect God. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So, right. um, Lord, just help me be pleasing in your sight. So, as I had matured closer to the end of the second year, I was introduced to my wife mm. uh, through people's members of the church that were from Danville. Okay. Believe it or not. Shout out Monica Davis. What's yes. Up? <laughs> right. Yeah. And um, at the time, before I met her, the Lord had revealed to me in a dream that I would meet her and it would be time to me to transition. Okay. That it was time to move on. So uh, right before we we let uh, we met, I had just got my own apartment, mm. <laughs> a new pay, good paying job, right? right? Uh, my, look it up. Yeah, right. My aunt had filled my entire apartment with furniture. Right. So you know what I'm saying. A friend came over and uh, he filled my refrigerator with food. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, and I said, and I share this story all the time. Like, man, I've seen God provide. Like, mm. so you cannot tell me He is not a provider. Wow, that's I've awesome. seen God heal. <laughs> you yeah. can't convince right. Elliot Davis <laughs> He's not a healer. Like, you can't convince me. Uh. Yeah. I, so I don't know who you've been serving, but I'm telling you that there is a God. Amen. Right, we're we're not, not, don't, don't get yeah, it. I know it ain't about to preach over here. You cannot convince me. You cannot yeah. convince me. He is an all he is an almighty God. Wow. Yeah, you know I mean, every bit that he that we know him to be, he is. So I seen it in my own life. Um, which is a part of and I recognize today that is a part of being the spiritual leader he wants me to be because mm. I've walked through it. So when I tell people, I'm not telling you from what I heard, that's right. <laughs> I'm telling you that's from right. what I've, I've experienced, Come what on, I've man. walked through. People that, so. people that have been through some stuff, they're oh, not yeah. just telling some kind of testimony nah. about something they read from somebody. <laughs> no. they, when you have been through some things, been yes. through the fire, man, and God shows up, how are you going to do anything other than tell but other people? But believe. That's right. it. But right. believe. So, um, so again, you know, married. Uh, Monica and I got married, and I, you know, I moved here to Danville. Uh, we got married, was a part of a ministry, um, and so 12 years now we're married, and, uh, you know, we were part of one ministry, and the ministry was a good ministry, it just wasn't where God wanted me, I didn't believe, but I stayed faithful. Okay. Like, I, I stayed 
because I didn't want to be a church hopper. Right, right, right. <laughs> like I, I'm going to serve God, and, and, you know, because until you tell me to move. Yeah. So had you know different issues and ups and downs, and you know, um, found myself invited by a friend of mine named um, Hunter Carnes. Um, shout out to my man Hunter. Right, I'm a big guy. Uh, right. Um, Say, hey man, come to a prayer breakfast with me. Yep. I'm like, yeah, sure. You asking me? Yeah, you know I'm a come. Pancakes <laughs> too, man. Come on, they're gonna have pancakes. Yes, yeah, man. I'm like, you know, but 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 I'm gonna tell you when he t- when he when he called me, I didn't care what you were serving. Right. All I could see was that Hunter wants to go. Yes. To you know, and I'm not gonna tell his story, but you know, because I can't tell it like he could tell it. But I'm like, yo, if Hunter wants to go to prayer breakfast, right. I don't care how tired I am. So both of you guys were football coaches. Yeah, at, at, G- at GW High School. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yo, if he wants to go, psh, I'm there. Right. Like, I'm with you, bro. Let's go. Right. And I had just got off work, working, you know what I'm saying, yep. at, at night shift at Nestle. I'm like, yo, I'm going with my man. Told, called my wife. I was like, babe, I know um, Hunter just called me. He said he want to go to prayer breakfast yep. at this thing. I'm going with him. She was like, <laughs> "All right, cool." So how you gonna fuss at that, man? Right. Right. So, um, you know, we we come and uh, I remember, and I tell this story all the time, Pastor Jay. I don't know I, I've already told you, but I remember sitting down. That was mine. I remember sitting down, and we're at this long table, and I'm at the front end, and I don't remember who it was. I want to say it might have been Craddock uh-huh. sitting at the other end. And he was talking, and I'm saying to myself, okay, yeah, he must be the pastor. <laughs> and he said, and, and I remember looking around the table, and everybody in their different outfits and uniforms. Some people had just got off work like me. Right. And um, I remember you sitting at the end, but on the side. Right. And you're just drinking your coffee, and you're just talking, and. He turns off. He turns over and says, "Yeah, you know, and I'm gonna let I'm gonna go ahead and let Pastor take over and so you know introduce him." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I remember saying to myself, "Nothing about this guy says." And by no means this is uh, this is a compliment, right? Nothing about this guy says I'm the pastor, right? <laughs> Y'all notice I had to change my voice, <laughs> right? <laughs> because unfortunately, in our walk in Christ, we encounter yeah. people in position that they act like, "Hey, you." You gonna honor me right, 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 because right. I'm the pastor, and you're gonna, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I so get it, I, get it. I see. I, I'm, I'm looking at this six foot infinity guy yeah. <laughs> who's serving. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And loving on the men in this in this building, and now I'm floored. Like, whoa! Wow, that's I've cool. Never man. seen this. You know what Jesus said, right? He said, "When you come to the table, mm-hmm. don't sit beside the." The, the the bridegroom don't 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 sit in the place of honor um, at the right hand because if 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 he if the man comes in mm. and then you're sitting in somebody's seat he's going to embarrass you and make you go to the end <laughs> he said he said sit in the lowly yeah, spot yeah, 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 and then yeah, if okay. he honors you he'll bring you up to the 100. top yes sir so, so don't start yes <laughs> don't, sir that was good yeah but you did you him. definitely sat in a place of of humility. And I say that because I don't use that word like people believe it. You know, hum- like the, nothing about Pastor Jeff in that moment you said made me feel like I'm the man in charge. Uh, we just we just a bunch of dudes, man. right? To and so to hear you speak um, uh, for the first time, I understood at that moment how God grabbed Hunter. Like I knew then, like, cause he told me it was my pastor mm. that spoke to me and changed my, and I was like, oh man, let's get it. Mm. So, you know, to see it 
um, especially through loving eyes, right? I knew, like, oh, yeah, I know. I know how you grabbed them, Lord. You all I, all right I knew is I wanted you to be part of our church at yeah. that point, and you were part of another <laughs> church. So I'm like, man, I can't be going after this dude. Yeah. He's got a church on, but I sure would like to see Elliot show up around hey, here. It so. was so funny about that. At that moment, too, I wanted to be there, <laughs> but the Lord had not said move yet. I know, man. And that, and that, that's so, a hard thing from a yeah. pastoral standpoint when... But, you know, we have to honor other yes. persons. Don't be going trying to grab somebody else's 100%. So, but I remember... Had to wait on the Lord's timing on that thing. 100%. I remember, um, gosh, I remember Hunter saying, Hey, man, I'm getting baptized this Sunday. Oh, Can yeah, you show up? Wow, I remember that. Yo, I don't know if I ever told you. I had to play for church that Sunday. Oh, wow. Because I was the director of music there. Yeah. And I remember playing... Watching the time, oh, wow. <laughs> and when that once we finished, right. I took off. I was like, "I'm out." You know, you say that, and, <laughs> and I think back on that, and you know, we we roll into church with our blue jeans and t-shirts, yeah. and you come in suited and boots. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I had on a tie. Yeah, you know, you, I you was, right. man. I was because, because mm-hmm. you know, um, again, you know, being a part of that ministry. If you were an elder in the church, a minister in the church, you right. had to dress a certain right, way. Right, 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 right. Um, and I remember walking in feeling completely out of place. <laughs> um, but um, Jackie coming over and telling me to sit up front because she must have known I was. Wow, that's um, so cool. Yeah, and you know, the whole experience watching, you know what I'm saying, Hunter, who is also like seven foot tall, oh, big dude, go big into dude. this pool and get baptized. And I'm like, man, God. No one can ever convince Elliot you can't do anything. Right. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I know Hunter's walk. Yeah. So to see that, I'm like, that's awesome. You can't. Man, no one can tell me you're it, not it, able. Hey, it's real too, man. That stuff is real. <laughs> yes, sir. So that was an awesome experience. And I remember um, one Sunday uh, leaving church, my wife was like. Maybe it's time for us to look for another church. Mm. And I'm like, oh, say less. Yeah. <laughs> I already know where we're going. <laughs> mm. I said, I already know where we're going. She's like, really? I said, yeah, I've been trying. I've been waiting for this moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because God knows. Oh, he doesn't always have to speak directly to me. Right. He can speak through someone right. to me. So we prayed about it. And she was like, well, just go and check out the service and let me know. And I, so I did. I remember attending a couple of services and. Uh, which was perfect timing because Tim Davis was the worship leader at mm. both of those services. Mm. Um, and I was just floored. Like, yo, this right. guy is a worshiper. Right. Like, man, I love it, man. I already knew Nate. Yep. I knew Hunter. That's I right. knew That's you. Right. You and Nate had worked together. Yes, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. We, um, so I was like, yo, this this place, you know what? I really like this place. I really like this place. And it still took us a good while before mm-hmm. we actually came. Um, so, but I was I was happy. Uh, with the dis- with with the timing, and I remember going into the church uh, confidently, like I knew this was for the right time. Yeah. Telling my pastor, "Hey, you know, uh, no bad reasons. Right? <laughs> it's just a, it's a new season for us. Right. Uh, we're looking for you know growth for our children, and there's a ministry that offers that as, along with us. So uh, we'll be attending another ministry. And yeah. he, he he wasn't very happy, but he re- he honored it. Yeah. So. Um, we were thankful to get you guys over here, man, and, and, and just love your family. Um, let's change gears a minute, man, because with you, there's so many different ways that we, we can go. I want to talk about football a little bit, but before we do that, you you started off talking about 610 Tactical Solutions. Yes, sir. Tell us a little bit about your, your background and what led you to um, 
to starting this company and and uh, people are interested in it where, where can they where can they find you kind of tell a little, little about what you do and uh, a little bit of your military absolutely, background absolutely so again like I said I was in the Marine Corps uh, four years active um, started off at my primary MOS was uh, 3531 which is Motor T operator um, and I had the opportunity several times to do different jobs and my final job was a 2111 um, Marine Corps armor but I was a, a custodian okay so it, meaning it wasn't my primary so I was just in the field right um, and was introduced uh, to working on firearms of all types uh, you know uh, M16s uh, uh, M9 Berettas, Mark 19s, I mean, you name it, we had it. So um, it was a great feel. So uh, fast forwarding to, to today, when the pandemic hit, uh, we had got laid off at Planet Fitness where right, I was a trainer yeah. there. Um, and I, a friend of mine at the same time wanted me to build him a, an AR-15. So I told him what he needed and he brought me all the parts. I mean, all the parts. Um, and sitting up one day watching my favorite television show, Wifey's on the couch. I'm sitting there. And, um, you know what I'm saying? I, I begin building this AR-15 and she she looks at me and she's like, you know, you you just put a rifle together. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know, remember I told you I did this in, in the Marine Corps, you know? And um, she was like, well... Like, I've never seen that happen. Like, anybody do that it, it, for real. Yeah. Um, so, long story short, she kind of encouraged me. Like, babe, I really think that could be a great business idea. She's like, because I don't know anybody around here that does that. Right. Which was like the sixth or seventh time I heard somebody say that. Right. Um, so, um, Planet Fitness opened back up, but we were limited. You know, could only let but so many people in. Yep. Uh, a gentleman walks in and he says to me, um, uh, we get into conversation about my business, which at that day, it was my birthday, hence okay. 610. Oh, I got you. Okay. <laughs> right. So I got you. He, uh, he says to me, um, apart from gunsmithing, which is a part of what I do at 610 Tactical, what else can you do? I said, well, you know. Um, I trained a lot with, you know, infantry and, and in other areas of the Marine Corps because I worked in the battalion armory. So I could probably do firearm instruction. Um, I understand how to customize. I understand how to, re, you know, restore. And, I, you know, I understand these things. So I could probably do a lot. And he was right. like, is anyone in this area able to do all that you can do? And I said to him, no, nah, no one. You know, there are gun dealers. Mm -hmm. They are gunsmiths, right. <laughs> and then they are customizers. That's right. I said, but no, I, I know how to do all Put of it. Put it all together. And he sat. He leaned back <laughs> while at the desk, and he says to me, hey, "That sounds like a no-brainer to me, Elliot." Oh wow. He said, "If you're the go-to guy, then I would come to you." Uh, and I sat back and was like, "Man, yo, I never thought like yo, maybe maybe this is what I should do." So I create, you know, sat there at the desk for the rest of the night. Uh -huh. And came up with 16 Tactical Solutions. I love it. And uh, one thing led to another. <laughs> Got a business. Now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That, you know, the next thing I know, I'm, I'm getting invited to go and work with Special Forces. And Can you talk about that a little bit? Uh, yeah, a little bit. So, you know, I had a friend um, whose dad was a retired uh, Green Beret. Uh, and, he, you know, he worked for a company that works with Special Forces. 
Um, that's about as much information I sure, get about that. Sure, sure. Uh, and he caught wind of what I uh, was doing. You know, as a gunsmith, a prior Marine, well, never a prior Marine, but as a Marine. Right. And, um, you know, he decided, he was like, I think you really should talk to my dad. So I gave him a phone call, and uh, Tasho Walter is a man of God. So that was automatically kicked it off. You know, we yep. hit it off. Yep. He loves the Lord. He was like, I love what you're doing mm. at, at, at Avid University. And, uh, I remember, you know, that day you were praying in front of the whole uh, stadium. And right. he's like, man, coach, I really need somebody like you to be a part of what we're doing. Right. Um, so he invited me to come along for the first time. And we get out there and I'm training and running and diving and dipping with special forces. And I'm like... Yo, this is crazy. Like, yo, I, I love this. I miss this. So, um, it, you know, long story short, I've done, I've, I, it's been, what, two years now right. that I've been doing that. And that uh, was just a great opportunity. But again, I don't believe it would have happened had I not started 610 Tactical. Wow. Um, yeah, so a great opportunity, a great opportunity. Um, but, you know, especially with our armed forces, that's just, just awesome. So let's tie a couple of things together. We go back to the beginning of this, and you're in a in a closet, homeless, yeah. <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Yes, and, yes. and God's turning you on to Joshua and um, uh, showing you that there are bigger days, brighter days, better days ahead if you just continue to trust Him, follow Him, all of those kinds of things. Yes, sir. And now we're talking about how you're able to um, start your own business, 610, and, and that's really cool, man, because that, I mean, that's really just a... Uh, hands-on working with firearms those kinds of things that's opened some doors just from us talking recently about now you're starting to do some competition shooting all yes, that sir. kind of yes, thing <laughs> and I, yeah that's kind of a hobby deal but that also goes along with you know training for um concealed carry classes aren't you yes. doing some of that kind of stuff yes, now sir, I too? Do, do we do concealed carry classes uh, we have a breakdown a menu that'll be coming out on my website um you know, uh, Brother Daniel, who plays the drums here. At yeah, yeah, yeah. He's helping me build that website. Okay. So I have a menu of things that we're going to be doing. Um, you know what I'm saying? Close quarter understanding, setting up home defense, uh, you know, uh, you know, mission planning for security teams. Um, I mean, you just name it. Man, it's going to be crazy. so many different things. Yeah, so many different things. Um, so, but it's all, again, like, so, you know, here was a skill that I had developed through the military but never thought that it would be a skill I could ever use. Man, I mean, it's just crazy, Elliot. I and mean, that's one of the reasons I wanted to bring you in to talk today is because, I mean, we hadn't even got started yet talking right. about things because you were our worship leader here at church yes, for a while, did yes, a phenomenal sir. job, man, just bringing a whole different uh, way of seeing some things, training some guys in, in how to do some music stuff, training some kids. Um, so 610, and we talk about you know doing some work with special forces, Let's talk football a minute because yes, you, you just you just referred to Averett. And by the way, before I forget it, when you were at Planet Fitness, weren't you voted as like one oh, of yeah. the best trainers in, in, in the, the city? In the region. Yeah. 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 Wow. I was I was named the, the number one trainer in the region for Planet Fitness. Um they had a newsletter out on me and yeah, it was it was crazy. Um The reason I bring all of this up, yeah. man, is because I I know a lot of people that do a lot of different things, but God has given you this whole tool belt whole tool <laughs> kit man of, of things to do right, and, right. And, you, and you seem to do all of them pretty well 
and uh, you know you give glory to God for all of these things. It's just amazing all of the all of the ways that you can use your passions and things that you you enjoy doing um, to make a living. Yes, but 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 you know to to help people along the way. Absolutely, really cool. Talk to me about Avery. Talk to me about football, not just Avery, about football in general. So so moving here to Danville, um, I started coaching football in two thousand one. Um, and that went really well. I ended up moving to North Carolina, didn't coach for a while, moved to Danville, and I started coaching City League football here. Did that for about a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't have any kids. I didn't know anybody. I was still kind of the new guy. So that was really kind of hard. Right. Um, so one day, uh, a friend of mine named David Martin, uh, who was a Marine, uh, we worked together at Dick Sporting Goods. Okay. <laughs> He says, hey, man, you used to coach football. I was like, yeah. He said, George Washington High School is looking for new coaches. They just hired a guy named Nick Anderson, um, and he's looking for new coaches. So I said, oh, okay. He said, I'm going to give him your name. So I said, sure. So I went to the school, met with Nick. Um, we had a good conversation. Um, we, we clicked the first day, and he was like, I want you to come on and coach linebackers. Uh, but at the time, he didn't have enough coaches for the middle school program. So he called me up and he said, listen, I, I know I said I want you to coach my linebackers, but would you be willing to go down and be my defensive coordinator for the middle school program? I said, yeah, if that's what you need, I, I don't have a problem doing it. So went down there to the middle school program, coached the defensive, uh, the defense at, in the middle school where we were like literally giving up no points because uh, <laughs> the kids were ex- that, that team was extremely talented. Uh, that wasn't just the coaches; uh, they were really talented. Uh, we were giving up no points, um, and uh, you know the next step after that season. Well, because we won the championship that year. Uh, after that season, uh, Nick uh, transitioned me to the head coach of the middle school program, okay. um, and I stayed there. Till the end of that season, we won the championship again. Wow. Um, nice. Nick moved me up to varsity to help with special teams. I stayed with them for the next three years at varsity. Um, and then ended up getting a job at um, – crazy transition, but ended up getting a job at Hargrave Military Academy where I stayed there for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, but – Again, it went through the – I was a defensive line coach. Then I became the head coach uh, through, through circumstances. Um, but they didn't give me the head coach job for the following season. Um, they wanted to bring somebody else in. So I ended up getting a job at Planet Fitness because I, I didn't really want to wait on what their decision they were trying to make. So I got a job at Planet Fitness and became a trainer there. While at Planet Fitness – I was literally sitting at the front desk talking to a coworker just about what was on my mind <laughs> that I just want the opportunity. Like I'm tired of, you know, being overlooked because mm-hmm. I don't have the credentials per right. se, but I have so much experience, right. you know? Um, and she goes and te- talks to coach Cleve Adams at Avery university, who was the head coach at the time. Right. After she talks with him, he he tells her, have him call me because I like his story. Okay. Uh, so I call Coach Adams. Um, he sets up an interview the following day. Um, and I'm nervous, man. So I try to go in there. And I'm going to say this. 
uh, false humility. False humility is not humility. Right. <laughs> I went in there with false humility. <laughs> I did. Tell I went in there that. and I I acted like I didn't know anything. Okay. And I should not have done that because that wasn't. That's not who God has created right. us to be. That's right. You know, humility is. Listen, Lord. I know you're in control, but I'm going to be who you who you, who you've created me to be. Yeah. Um, so I went in there and I acted like I didn't know anything. Oh, I don't, I don't really know. I don't know how to line up. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I just want to coach football. Blah blah blah. You know, because I just didn't. I, I was afraid. Keyword, right? I was afraid that if I went in there acting like I knew what I know, they would they would feel like, oh, he's he's cocky. He's right. You know what I'm saying? So that's wrong. <laughs> Confidence does not mean cocky or that's arrogance. Right. That's good. That's good. So I go in there and I interview and they tell me, listen, you know, we really like your energy. That's not whatever. We'll give you a call if we want to bring you on. Um, so a few weeks into a few weeks after we're on, I'm on vacation and I'm telling my wife the whole time we're on vacation. I really feel like Coach Adams is going to call me while we're on vacation and offer me this job. So she was like, okay. Now, another key point to that was during that moment, God was telling me, prepare yourself. Right. So I began reading on defensive techniques and defensive line techniques that I didn't know. So I was like, I want it. So if I go, I'm going to be prepared. Right. I'm going to understand what this means. Um, and sure enough, day one of the vacation, because there was a drive down, day one of the vacation, I wake up the next morning, and Coach Adams left me a message saying, we want to bring you on. So... That was such an amazing experience uh, with him um, because he was hard-nosed. Okay. But being a Marine, that was, you speaking my language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it never bothers me right. yelling and screaming. Right. You know, like, that stuff doesn't bother me. Right. I'm at home. Right. You know, I don't function well with calm. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't function That's well hilarious. with calm. Because that's not me. It's not what you're trained in. Yeah, right? You trained for chaos. Yo, tell me what you want me to do. Right. And I don't care if how you say it, what do you want me to get done? Right. I got but, you. you know, the big, you know, the pleading. Uh -huh. hey, um, Elliot. People tiptoeing around things. Yeah. Like, just get at it. I'm, I'm going to end up doing it my own way. Right, <laughs> so right, like, right. That's, just, that's just me. It's not right. to knock anybody else. Yeah. That's just me. Right. So he was hard-nosed. Ah, blah, 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 blah. And, and that season went well. Um, and then unfortunately he left, um, which ended up, you know, me not being in the position that yeah. he had given me. Um, but I ended up taking a position of ministry for Avery University, right. which is what I, where, what I am now. Crazy, man. Yeah, it's crazy so, how things work. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm like the part-time chaplain for the Avery football team. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Well, man, let's, let's bring all of this together. We'll start, we'll start winding it up here. A lot of great um, different directions that your life is taking guys brought different opportunities and uh, man like you say you dabble in a lot of things but but a couple of things that I've heard you talk about uh, different seasons like that season of of being homeless when you're in the middle of that it can look like it's never going to end or right? when, when you're yeah. in, a, in a season of being between not just jobs but like career type things you you know you have the ability to do something but the doors aren't aren't coming open I think one of the things that I get out of your story is just the patience and waiting on God and yeah. knowing that God's going to do things in the right time. What, what would you say about that? Yeah, one of the things that I've, I, the, the major lesson I've learned 
is that the Bible declares in, in Peter uh, um, Second Peter, I believe it's verse one through three, says that as unto His divine power, I've given you all things that pertain to life and godliness. Um, I, the lesson I've learned is that God has given me skills and abilities and talents that he wants me to use to operate in this world. Right. These skills and these talents will provide mm. for my family. Um, but before I wanted to do with I, what I was told to do, right. go to college, get a job, yeah. work till retirement, retire, you're right? right. <laughs> and the Lord has, has revealed to me, like, I've given you all of these skills. There are avenues you can take that other people can't take. Mm -hmm. So, what, what I've recognized is, I, it wasn't, you know, every season I picked up a new skill. Yeah. <laughs> I became, you know, th that guy, like, you know, that, that like, uh, um, uh, my favorite scripture is as to, uh, um, I, I became all things to all men so right. that by all means right. I, I may help so. save some. Mm -hmm. Right? So, I can have a conversation with a mechanic because right. I understand tools. Yep. I can have a, a, a conversation with a musician because I have composed my own music. Right. You know, I can have a conversation with preachers, with teachers, with because I Crazy, preach man. the word. Right? Yep. I can have a conversation with anyone from the military because I live that life. So, I see that as like now I am becoming the Joshua God wants me to become because everyone that that I help lead is not going to be walking the same path. But everyone that I help lead, I have walked a path they've walked. That's so interesting to yeah. me, man, because because there are. Let, let's just get this out there. Different people are made different way and there's a different path for different different people. So what works for you? not necessarily going to work for someone else. Everybody has to figure out yes. you know, where, the direction God has me going in. And so where I'm going with that is for some people, man, you, you, put, you put six doors in front of people and they'll go crazy because I don't know. I got, I, got to, I got to make sure I get in the right door. Right. You put six doors in front of Elliot Davis, you're going, you're going to make about three more <laughs> and you're going to go in and out of all right. of them. And, and that's what I see. But I think, yeah. I think one of the things, man, that, that – I think one of the common threads through all of this with you is you, you talk about David, the warrior. David was a worshiper, yes, sir. a worshiper of his God. And he worshiped when he was out in the yeah. sheep field, tending the sheep. He yes, worshiped when he was in, facing Goliath. He worshiped when he was on the run, when his son Absalom was chasing him yes, off sir. the throne. He yes, worshiped yes, when sir. he was ruling the, the kingdom. He yeah. worshiped when he was a warrior. Yes, sir. And I see that in you, man. I think Amen. you have that heart. Um, and you've been through some hard things, but uh, I think what I've seen in the time I've known you, man, is just that 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 deal that, okay, when things are great, praise the Lord. Blessed be the name of amen. the Lord. When things are not great, hey, praise the Lord. Bless amen, amen. I love that story about, you know, David was being chased out of the kingdom. Forget that guy's name that was standing up on the ledge, but he was throwing rocks at him and cursing at him. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. There's a story where where he's he's David and his troops are leaving the kingdom. His son has overthrown him for a period of time, and um, David has his mighty men, his warriors around them, and they're they're saying, 
man, he's throwing rocks at you. He's cursing at you. You're, you're still the king. Do you want us to grab him and cut his head off? And David <laughs> said, no, there's a reason this man's up there. If God yeah. has allowed him to do this, maybe there's a reason I need to hear this thing. Yes, like, man, what a, what yeah, a perspective. Yeah. This hardship has come into my life. Maybe God's brought this here for a reason. Yeah. And that's what makes, use the word warriors, um, not not shrinking back from the hard times, realizing, man, my faith is going to show me God's going to get me through this. I can't be mushy mouth to mouth this thing and, and yeah. oh, where is God? God's giving up on me. Well, you wouldn't say that when you were going through the good times, right? One hundred percent. So, anyway, I know I know that a scripture that uh, comes to mind is my, one of my wife's favorite is in Philippians. I believe it's. Um, I can't believe it's 4.13, I believe. But the scripture says, whatsoever things are true, whatever things are honest, right. whatever things right, a good report. Noble and right. Right. Thing, right. It, it breaks it down, right? right? Think on these right. things. Right. So I, I, I can't say that I never have bad days. I can't say that. There are days that I'm just like, <laughs> man, y'all, I'm really struggling with this. Um, but I find myself more and more because of all the hardship I've been through. I know that God, listen, Lord, this is just another test and I'm okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, when I remember, uh, having the conversation with the men's meeting, we had that one morning and I was saying that when I worship before, uh, and before a congregation, I don't need anyone to tell me why I should. Yeah. I don't need you to clap. I don't need you to dance. I don't need you to right, rap. Right. But when I get up there, I'm going to give you every reason. That's right. I love, this is why I love God. I'm telling y'all, this is why I love God. And I, if, you know, you can, you can jump on board or you can sit right there in your chair, right, whatever right. you want to do. But I'm going to give you 100% of Elliot worshiping the Lord yeah. because of all I've been through. Right. It's awesome, man. Uh, what's, what's that scripture? Uh, uh, woe the, the, that I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Oh, I God. fear no evil, for God is <laughs> with me. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, thy rod and thy staff, you comfort me, Lord God. I get it. Mm. It might be hard, but you're greater. That's awesome. Right? So I've, I guess now I have just gotten strong enough that worry, complaining, despair just can't, it, it just doesn't have room to stay. Um, and I, again, I say this to encourage everybody. I'm, I'm not saying I'm perfect. Yeah. I'm not even saying I'm the most holy guy in the world. No. I have just gone through so much that. The spiritual reps yeah, that's right. <laughs> have made me strong enough to be like, oh, if I'm having a bad day today, it's not going to stay long. Well, but look what God does with that, man. He, he takes all of this mess that you've experienced and he gives you the perspective to see, okay, now he's bringing some of that stuff back around. He's bringing better days into your life. Yes, you're sir. not stuck in a closet. you got a wife. you got a family. you got all these passion things that you're so passionate about. But look what else he does. Like when I first met you, you had a, a group of young men that you were working out with. Yeah. And that wasn't just about <laughs> lifting weights, man. Yes, That's sir. about sharing this passion that God put in Elliot with those guys. You were you know, training people at Planet Fitness. And, and I heard stories firsthand from people who were training with you. It was a spiritual experience yes, for them sir. because <laughs> you're sharing Jesus with them while they're in there. Now you tell me stories coming back from the field doing, yes, doing training and, and, and God's using you with military guys who's thinking about everything other than God. You tell me about going to Averitt and you think you're going there to coach football and you end up in a chaplain yeah. role. <laughs> yeah. my, my point to that, man, 
if you keep your eyes on God and yes. he has a plan and the plan is not just for him to pour his, ble the blessings are poured into us yes. so that we can let them flow through us out yes. to other people, yes. help other people. And man, if, if people could catch one tenth of the passion that you have for God, um, their life will light up like an electric wire. And, 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 and I think, I think that's why he keeps putting people in front of you because yeah. what you have is contagious. You know, and that's I take that as such a compliment because that's not how I see myself. And I'm not saying that I don't see myself in a good light. I just see myself as that guy. Like I'm not I may not be the captain of the team. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I may not be the director, I may not be the pastor, but I am the guy that is always willing. Yeah, that's right. That's right? right? Hey, that's I right. need you to go in the room, Ellie, and yeah. handle it. Got you. <laughs> I need you. To go. Hey, you know, hey, 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 Elliot, can you preach a sermon yeah, today? Man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? So I don't have to I, I, you know, I don't, I, I, I'm just in that place in my life where I don't need a position. Yeah, that's right. But that's if so you good. ask it of me, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You can, you can, you can, you can hold it down. Yes, sir. I love it. <laughs> well, man, I'm going to, I'm going to wrap it up right here. I tell you what, it, it would be a, it would be a travesty for me not to ask you to take just a minute and pray for the people who are listening. Oh, absolutely. You mind closing this up with that? I, definitely, definitely, definitely. Heavenly Father, first and foremost, I always want to thank you for just who you are. All that you continue to reveal to us about your greatness, your love, your, your, your mercy, your, your kindness, Lord God, your, your understanding, your patience, Lord God. Lord God, I just thank you for being the one and true God in our lives. Lord God, whomever is listening today, Lord God, they are in need of something, Lord. Only something that you can provide, Lord God. Lord God, I ask that whatever it is they needed, that you somehow prick their hearts or pointed them in the direction that they need to go, Lord God. Lord God, you have given us all gifts, all talents, Lord God, to glorify your kingdom. And in doing so, Lord God, we'll see blessings on on several different levels, Lord God. Lord God, I ask that you continue to love them, keep them, and guide them as only you know how, Lord God. Lord God, I ask that you continue to reveal yourself in every situation of their life, Lord God, proving yourself to be strong at all times, Lord God. Lord God, I ask again right now, Lord God, that you continue to bless the mission and the ministry of compassion, Lord. Lord God, you place Jeff in this position, Lord, to do things that only he is equipped to do, Lord God. Continue to encourage his heart. Continue to speak to his mind, Lord God. Continue to move him and point him in a direction that you need him to go, Lord God, because there are great things in store for him through this ministry, Lord God. <laughs> Lord God, I thank you for the worship team. I thank you for the love of the people uh, in the community, Lord God. Lord God, continue to do all that you have to do in my life, and I promise to give you glory in all of it, Lord God. In Jesus' precious name I pray. Let us stay together. Amen. Amen. So y'all done messed around and got Elliot stirred up. Man, now I got to deal with this dude after we, <laughs> after we close this thing yes, up. Sir, yes, Elliot, sir. One thing before we leave, man, um, shout out to your business. Folks that are listening uh, to 610, like like I, I want to give you a, a personal endorsement. I mean, I've, I've sent you some of some of my firearms, and you've done some work on those, fantastic work on, on a couple of things, and you're working on a few other things yes, for sir. me right now, But and, and, and fantastic. I love what you do. I've seen your stuff on Instagram. On Instagram, some of the builds you've done, uh, people who are interested in that, where can they find you? Like if they want to get some work done or if they just want to check you out, where can they find you? Absolutely. So you can find me on all of the media platforms, social media platforms on Facebook, uh, you know, at 610 Tactical, um, also on Instagram at 610 Tactical, 
Uh, and then again at, on Twitter at 610 Tactical. Or you can email me if you're interested in some uh, firearm work or firearm instruction at marine.vet. That's vet, short for veteran. Marine.vet.owned at gmail.com. Um, and you feel free to reach out. Uh, my contact information are on all the platforms. Um, you know, if you, you can also reach out to Pastor Jeff, sure. if that makes it a little easier, yep. he'll point you in the right direction. Yep. Uh, but that's where you can find me, and I'm always willing to help and, 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 and uh, uh, you know what I'm saying, restore, customize, uh, you know, concealed weapon carries, whatever you need, uh, 610, 610 Tactical is able to provide. I love it, man. We, <laughs> we, we're trying to fight the battle for the Lord and get people equipped to <laughs> shoot the bad guys. 100, 100, 100. Win uh, the fight. That's my motto, yeah. All right. Well, guys, thank you for hanging around and listening. I hope this has been a blessing to you. Again, just wrapping up with a with a couple of thoughts. Um, wherever you are in your life right now, uh, whatever the struggle looks like, I, I hope that that listening to Elliot today has encouraged you to 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 look past your current circumstances and, and look forward to what God's doing. Maybe maybe even ask God, you know, what do you have for me in this season? Why am I going through this? What are you doing? And just you know, choose to trust Him. This thing about being on target. Uh, none of us are always on target. When we're when we're missing the point, sometimes we need a little help to get back on track. And we want to help you with that, both through podcast. Hopefully, this is encouraging. But as Elliot said, reach out to us, man. You can catch us uh, on on any of our social media platforms. Um, if we can help, we want to do that. So thanks for taking time to listen today. God bless you. Hope you have a a great rest of your day. Catch you next time.